Hello, guys. Welcome to another episode of Lumi Sports. I'm your host, Demetrius Mason, joined again by one Darnell Jones. What's up, guys? And joined again by Dom. Triple D's, what do you do? All right, so let's get into it. We had a couple of fun days of basketball, Tuesday and Wednesday night. As we said before, the NCAA tournament was going on, so they kind of didn't schedule a lot of good games. Probably didn't talk about them a lot, but now they started ratcheting up their schedule again. Um, some made-for-TV games. So let's start with one of them. The Sixers played the Celtics and ended up winning 106-96. In this game, Joel Embiid, obviously, I think this is his second or third game back. Um, he had 35 points, continues to kill the Celtics every time he plays them, actually the last couple of seasons. Um, but 35-6 and six for him on 9-19 shooting. Ben Simmons had 12 points and six assists as well. And Danny Green, 5-6 from deep with 17 points and a team high, plus 21 out there. For the Celtics, man, Jason Tatum, 20 points, 7-17. Kemba Walker, 6-14. Jalen Brown only got up 10 shots. He was actually 6-10 for them. So, Darnell, what did you see out of this game? Yeah, like you said, um, it's been a growing trend that Joel and me just has great games against the Boston Celtics. And part of that is due to the fact that they don't really have anyone that can guard them. And Robert Williams, he's been playing well as of late, but this was just a bad matchup for him. He just doesn't have the size or the strength to compete with somebody like Joel Embiid, and not a lot of teams do. Really, honestly, most teams don't. So this was one of the first games that he returned in. Probably his first game that he had a really Joel Embiid game. You know, the other games were, you know, did have as much scoring, but this was what you expected from an MVP candidate. And you throw in the 17 from Danny Green with his five of six shooting, and that's the formula for them to win because you look at the Celtics and one of their major struggles that we've been talking about all season is their ability to get to the free throw line. And they only took 18 attempts. Joel Embiid took 20. That's the major difference right there. And for the Celtics, they are a team that takes a lot of difficult tools, um, a lot of isolation play, not a lot of team basketball. We know that. So that's the major issue with the Celtics. And at this point, the Celtics are what they are. And I don't expect things to get much better. Tom, what were your thoughts? <clears throat> yeah, I mean, the recurring theme about the Celtics that has been the issue for like years upon years upon years is that they never really had a good center like that. I mean, Al Horford, he was, you know, good on defense and he could score well enough, but he can but he couldn't rebound as well. So you know, rebounding has been an issue for them for the most part. And, um, you know, even at, especially after losing Al Horford, too, now they lost the defense from from the center position as well. But, I mean, and B's going B's gonna to eat out there. Robert Williams went out there 13 minutes. Every time he touched the court, he fouled him. So <laughs> he, he fouled out real quick. Um, and then they tried a couple different centers. And – I'm gonna I'm I'm say this: when Taco was out there, Embiid wasn't just abusing him because you know Embiid likes to go to the midi. He likes to go to that mid-range game, or like he'll even take some threes. But Taco's just too damn tall for him to shoot over, so it was a struggle for him. And you see, like Taco was a plus one in his nine minutes, 
But every time Luke Cornett went out there, bro, <laughs> he fucked everything up, bro. Like, like I know they can't. I know Taco, you know, he doesn't have a lot of stamina, probably. He doesn't get a lot of minutes. So it would have been a lot to ask for him to play too much, more than 10 minutes. But he definitely was a better answer out there than Luke Cornett. They completely gave up on Mo Wagner already. He only played four minutes. Um, even though he was a plus nine out there in the four minutes they played, but it looks like they gave up on him already. They should have just kept Tice. I don't know why they traded Tice for him, but whatever. Um, but for Philly, it really did come down to like Embiid was obviously crazy, but it really came down to Danny Green. Danny, every time he was wide open, he made every fucking shot. Like, so Danny Green snapped tonight, and you know, as the case has been. On, for Danny Green, on um, most of the teams he's been on, when his shot is falling, is is very difficult to beat that team. Whether it's the Lakers, Raptors, Spurs, Sixers, when Danny Green is on, then generally his team wins. But the thing about him is that he's either on or he's off. So <laughs> you feel me? That's just yeah. that's just what it's gonna be. Especially if Seth only gonna have nine, but you know. Um, where'd you go? Right. That was it. I said that's my takeaway. All right, cool. Um, I only have one <laughs> real complaint with the Sixers on this one. First off, by the way, they swept the Celtics, so three and zero against them in the season series. None of them really all that close. Game one was the closest. That was one of the small complaint the draw and beat flops. Proceeded to go up and get 20 more free throws tonight. So they tried that. That didn't work. He's allowed to flop. He's a superstar, an MVP candidate. So they give him the calls. Um, my only real complaint is I think I think it's time to just do anything but play Mike Scott at this point. Went out there 12 minutes minus nine. It's not great. Can't hit shots anymore. Um, doesn't play great defense. So the same thing as we go to the playoffs, I would say with the rotation. Other than that, I mean, you know, they kind of are what they are, and they're good enough to beat the Celtics. They're going to play a lot of defense. Celtics are going to pass the ball. Um, the real reason they won this game was free throws partially, but but it was also turnovers. Um, they only had 13 turnovers. Celtics had 20. They also had nine offensive rebounds to Celtics three um, because the Celtics' best player wasn't there which I, would, I really would have been interested to see what would have happened, actually, if he had been there. But we'll get to that, what happened with him last night. So, Amen, at the end of the day, nice job. Sixers swept them. I believe this gave them the one seed for a little bit until, you know, last night happened. <laughs> um, so, good win for Philly. And you know what? I, I, I can't complain too much. And as for the Celtics, I mean, you know, they stink. You know, they suck. They can beat bad teams. Can't really, can't really beat good teams. Um, and you know, it's kind of what it's going to be for them the rest of the season. Speaking of a team that can beat bad teams but can't beat good teams, the Clippers end up beating the Blazers 133-116. Um, Doris Burke said remarkably, I don't know if this is true. I'm just going to quote her. She said that the I heard the same thing. You heard the same yeah. thing. I was like. Yeah. What? 
The Blazers have not beaten any team over them in the standings. Any team. I was going to mention the same thing. Any of them. Not a single one. And when I was thinking about it, I was like, dude, I don't remember them beating any of these teams, actually. So, um, yeah. Um, but in this game, man, Norman Powell tried, man. Norman was doing all he could. 32 points, 8 of 18 shooting. Got the free throw line 15 times. Um, Cantor, 13 for 15, 13 to 15. He's only minus one out there. CJ McCollum, 24 points, 6 assists, man. But game time, 11 points, 6 assists, 2 for 14 out there in this loss uh, for the Clippers. Paul George, 36. He went crazy. 11 for 18 shooting, 6 of 9 from 3. Kawhi Leonard, 29 points, 12 rebounds, 7 assists for him. Plus 13 out there on 10 of 18 shooting off the bench. Pat Pat, who we keep saying to play, 20 minutes plus 26. Batum plus 22 out there. Reggie Jackson went crazy at 23 points off the bench as well. Rondo and Cousins both got some minutes. Rondo's a plus 9. Cousins a minus 7 in 8 minutes out there. So, Dom, what did you see in this one? It fell down on two people for Portland, not doing anything on offense. Fell down on two. It fell down on Carmelo going two for 10 and Lillard going two for 14. (laughs) They're already not a strong defensive team. I believe, I'm pretty sure I heard that they're the worst in the league. I'm pretty sure they're 30th. I could be wrong, but I, I, I do think that they're 30th in the league in defense. So, they already can't defend anybody. And you feel me? For the Clippers, they can score on people that just can't defend for the most part, especially if both of them are going to be there, if both Kawhi and Paul George are going to be there. But, you know, Paul George just got real hot real early. He had, like, 22 in, like, the first quarter. So he was just snapping out there. And, um, you know, Reggie Jackson came through with 23. It wasn't anybody out there to really guard him crazy. Kawhi had, you know, about 30, so 30 and about 12 rebounds, seven assists. So, you know, the Clippers just had good offense. And in order for the Trailblazers to win games, since they don't play that great a defense, they need all the offense they can get. And you feel me? I mean, Nurkic wasn't there, which probably hurt a little bit, but he hasn't been there the whole time. So, but, you know, CJ did his thing. Norm went crazy like he was doing over in Toronto. He came right over to Portland. Game, another crazy game, but again, it fell right on Dame. It fell right on Carmelo. Both of them did nothing, and they got blown out because both of them did nothing. It's a little strange to me, before you go, Darnell, that Covington and Norm still can't play any defense for this team. I find that very interesting. Um, But what were your thoughts on this game? I think that um, this is the type of team that the Clippers was designed to beat. When they decided that they were going to go in the direction of two big wings, the team that has two dominant guards, they're not going to fare well because of the size difference. It's going to be a mismatch on both ends. And I think that's what we saw. Paul George had the ability to get a shot off, even though they do have Covington, they do have Norman Powell. Norman Powell's still on the shorter end. Uh, he's probably listed about 6'4", 6'5"-ish. And, you know, obviously we know Paul George is closer to about 6'9". And he had the ability to get to the – he, you know, was getting to the free throw line. Kawhi Leonard, obviously, as well, seven assists. 
that's really good for him. He's not known as a high-volume assist guy. And he was begging for a point guard, and he finally got one. And it didn't matter because it's all in his head, you know, obviously. Um, Rondo, he only played 15 minutes and had two points and one assist. Like, they, they're not winning this. They're not winning games because they have suddenly have Rondo. Um, the Clippers are a good team. They have a lot of depth. And when they get Reggie Jackson to play at a level like this, that's just an added bonus for the Clippers because they need someone that's going to be able to replace what they had in Lou Williams last year if they want to get to the level that they expected to be at because they weren't going to get there with Lou Williams playing at the level that we've seen post-bubble and, you know, towards the end of the bubble. So, obviously, Dame struggled big. So did Carmelo. I'm going to give Dame a pass because he played so well this season. What? And no passes. What? No I'm gonna give him. I'm gonna give. He's allowed to have one bad game. He, he passed every time he played these niggas. Because he had a moment against the Bulls. All right, you know what? Okay, he asked every time he played these niggas. He's bad every time. <laughs> every time he played the Clippers, niggas sucks. Hey man, they got the answers, man. I don't Even know when they worked there. He was bad. Missed them free throws. Go ahead. Stop no, that's all. That's pretty much all I got. Now I'm in trouble. All right. Orders. <laughs> One thing that's interesting about the Clippers, I don't know if it's going to work. I see what they're trying to do because mm-hmm. really they don't have a choice if he's going to be there. I don't know if it's going to work. They're trying to replace the Lou Williams best production with Reggie Jackson because if he's just going to be there mm-hmm. shooting the ball anyway, not playing any defense, you might as well just try it. So fuck it. Right. Um, yeah. One interesting thing that me and Dom thought was very dumb before the season, they gave Luke Kennard a contract, I think it was three or four years, for the year, and we were like, you don't even want to see how he's going to play <laughs> with your team. <laughs> he went out there three minutes. Um, I wonder if they're going to reach the point where they realize who their one of their best players is, and it really is Nicholas Batum, just because he doesn't try to go out there and jack shots and he can pass the ball. But that's, I guess, a story for another day. As we continue, um, hey man, they tried it earlier in the season and they just decided that they didn't like it. So they want another dude who goes out there and shoots the ball. Fine, whatever. That's what they have. <laughs> I mean, Morris went out there two for seven. Okay, that's what you want. Uh, no assists. That's what he's going to do. So, <laughs> hey man, point the point forward's right there in between. Is right there. They don't give him the ball. That's the. But anyway. Backtrack. Um, the Clippers came out in this game. They had a 30-point lead early in the first quarter. Um, I saw the stat because it was a Clippers broadcast. They're very excited about it. With a 20-point lead, they're like 20-1 and one or something. So I was like, okay. But that stat was almost cursed because the Blazers really did come back. They got it down to seven. And this dude, Dane, did nothing, like, at all. Even Covington was hitting shots, man. Like, like even Covington was out there. He's like, okay, I can hit shots on these guys. Dane can't do anything. So now it's to the point I wanted this series. Now I need this series in the playoffs. Because Dom said this to me when we were watching the game. It's going to yeah. ruin somebody. Somebody's going to get fucked up off of this one. This is going to be really bad. 
because, man, he can't say all this stuff. Have the team and not do it. <laughs> and then not do it. So I wanted Lakers Clippers. I don't. Unfortunately, we might get Lakers Nuggets out of this, which I think could be a Western Conference Finals matchup. It just happens to be in the first round. But you know what? They they got they got to take this one on the chin. You know, just so we can see the Clippers Blazers. It's either going to be Kawhi or Dane. Paul George is doing everything possible to get out of this one. He's like, man, Cousins, he's good. Rondo, he's the leader. Bro, you know, I'm just just here. Still talking, but I'm not a leader. I'm not Boogie Cousins, whatever that means. (laughs) Plus, it's only, I mean, at this point, man, we'll still laugh if it's that funny. But it's like, got to go on Kawhi. Kawhi can't lose to the Blazers. And honestly, because Dame's team is good enough, he can't lose. He can't lose to Pat Beverly. That's really what this comes down. Or Paul George. True. Yeah, you can't lose to Paul George either. Good point. It's not even because it's not even because of the walk off. It's because of the whole thing last year. The whole Cancun, yeah. fucking whatever it was. Yeah, the Twitter beef. He's like, now look at y'all. Well, it's really all setting up for it too. Yeah. It's all setting up for one of the best first round matches. And not not the Trailblazers have not beaten a single team better than them. Yeah, man. Dame is out of my MVP conversation for that stat alone. I think part of that stat you got to consider is that they didn't have CJ for a majority of that stretch. Man, they had him right there. Right now. Yeah, but I'm talking about the other games that they had against the teams in front of them in the conference. It was really just Dame alone. I also don't think it's just the conference. I think it's just the league. I mean, there are three teams in the East with a better record than them as well. I just watched them get slapped around by the Bucks. Yeah, CJ was there for that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll give y'all that. I mean, they're not going to be the best. They better, they better hope they play the Lakers while LeBron and AD still injured. <laughs> That's the only way they'll break the stat. Oh, they, they, can, they can fuck around and beat the Jazz. The Jazz are right there for the taking. I don't think the Jazz are going to fall. In. I mean, that de- that depends on a couple of things. We'll, we'll actually, we'll get into that in a little bit. That depends on a, on a lot of things happening, though. Yeah. They would have to – They the, the Jazz would have to really, really fall. And as bad as they are, I don't know if they're going to fall like that. Plus, the Blazers will also have to fall at least seven. Mm. Again, I don't see that one happening. This three through six, man, is crazy. Three through seven. Well, three – Barrett's kind of upsetting me, but um, that bad loss to the Rockets. But let's move on. Uh, the Warriors end up being the Bucks. Speaking of which, man, I almost – had the Warriors lost this game, I think we would have had to have an emergency podcast Wednesday. I'd have had too many of them. Too many. Because this was <laughs> the one time I was – well, let's go over the stats first. In this game, the Warriors end up winning 122-121, coming from behind in the fourth quarter to beat the Bucks. Chris Middleton, 28.7 assists for him. Drew Holiday at 29 and 5 as well. Um, Teague with 15 off the bench. And 
for the Warriors, Steph, 41 points on 21 shots. Or assists as well. Did have four turnovers. Um, Oubre, 19 on 6 of 14 shooting. Draymond, eight assists, but he fouled out of the game. And Bazemar, 18 points off the bench, 6 of 10 shooting. So that was huge for them. Uh, Darnell, what did you see out of this one? This was the last. This was. This is what it takes for the Warriors to win games, and I think it's just ridiculous. Um, Steph had to go out there and score forty-one, and they still only won by one point. Like against a team in Milwaukee that doesn't have Giannis, that tells you all you need to know. Um, they're not getting really much out of anyone not named Steph right now, you know. Andrew Wiggins, you look at Andrew, uh, you know, he had nine points, four of 15 shooting. That's horrible. James Wiseman was solid with his 13 and 10, but he's not playing high high minutes for them. They did get some production off from Kent Bazemore and Jordan Poole off the bench, but you wonder if that's going to be something that they can rely on consistently. And it's, it's just mind-blowing to me that the Warriors are – at this point, so close, being so close to their dominance, even though they did have obviously no step, I mean, no clay in the departure of Kevin Durant, but still, it's just, I didn't know, I never thought that we'd be to this point, but here we are. Yeah, exactly. Dom, what were your thoughts? Yeah, Steph went out there, you know, he did his thing again, bro. We keep talking about, like, you know, a lot of conversation came about Oubre at first. But it's, like, these two just never have a good game together. <laughs> it's, like, if, like, Oubre wasn't amazing, but he was decent enough out there. Six of 14, four of eight from three, you know, 19 points. And we can go out for 15. It's, like, they don't – they when they do – when both of them play well together, they generally, you know – they, the, the the Warriors generally have a better chance of winning games. It's just they never play well together. Either they're both ass or one of them's good and the other one's ass. <laughs> so, pretty but, much. Huh? I said pretty much. So, like, they just don't – I don't know. Maybe they just don't play well together. So, you, you just got – that's why they – I feel like that's why they were trying to trade Oubre. I mean, they both be ass. It's just Oubre be ass more times than Wiggins be ass. But then when Oubre is good, Wiggins be ass. But, like, you feel me? Bazemore, Bazemore came out there, and, you know, he's been the bench production that they've been missing. Like, he's he's had a, he's had a decent amount of good games. He's had about, you know, he's definitely scored around, like, 20 in a few games so far this season. That's exactly what they needed. And you feel me? But with the Bucks. I mean, Giannis wasn't playing. You know, Holiday and Middleton, they went out there, did their thing. Bobby Portis, he, um, you know, he went out there, 13 points, 13 rebounds. I didn't watch the game, but Demetrius was telling me they just didn't play Bobby in the fourth quarter for whatever reason. And then there's another player on this team, though, bro. There's another player on this team that, for whatever reason, they just choose not to give him minutes. And you want to know who it is, Darnell? It's his brother. It's the Nassus, The Nassus <laughs> right out there. <laughs> four of four from the field. 
two, two or three from the free throw line, plus four out there. He only played 19 minutes, bro. If he's going not miss from the field, like, just get a dude some playing time, bro. Like, what are you doing out there? I mean, if Jeff Teague was having a good night, too, he could play more than 15 minutes. I, I think I think this loss is more on bad coaching from the Bucks. Um, Steph did what he had to do, but you know his team just ain't that good. But hey, man, the buck the Bucks almost won. But you feel me? I think I think they miss it on a game. I think they miss it on like a Drew Holiday game one or two. But I mean, yeah. the, the 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 Warriors just don't have much talent outside of Steph, as we know, and. The Bucks, even as much as we say they badly built, they they they're less badly built than the Warriors right now. So <laughs> that's my takeaway from it. I'm gonna correct you on the last possession. Chris Middleton inbounded the ball, threw it away. Um, I think Drew Holiday got it, and then it ended up being a Chris Middleton contested three that got blocked. And Connaughton had a shot. Got a rebound. He just missed everything. Oh, yeah, Wiggins did block block the middle to the shot. And I think it wound up in holiday hand like at the, at the very end. Yeah, but it was after the after the buzzer beat. Wow. Was, yeah. Um yeah, I mean, yeah, Boone Hose is an idiot. I just because they really as much as I want to say they're not talented, Bobby was he had 13 rebounds. He was killing them. 13 points, 13 rebounds. He really wasn't missing. Tenassus was like, wow. I was like, yeah, it just he's right there. I mean, 10 points. We saw it. Or four. He was a plus four out there. Bobby's a plus six. And yet, in the final minutes of the game, in the crucial moments, they said, you know what? We got to play Brooke for no reason or like. I'm talking the last seven minutes of the game. Bobby was in there, I think, for a couple of minutes in the, early in the fourth. I remember how yeah, he, he played three minutes in the fourth. Three minutes, yeah, there you go. And then it was just broke. And I was like – and it took me until, like, the six-minute mark. I was like, wait a minute. There's not going to play Thanasis anymore after he just, like, completely – he was killing them. They had no answer for him. Just because even if he wasn't scoring his activity out there, it was, like, just bothering them. He's just such an, a high-energy player, bro. He's just so yeah. happy. <laughs> exactly. They just they just had no answer for him, and, st- and they just gave the Warriors a big break. Um, another funny thing was actually when Draymond did foul out, the Warriors' offense got better. That's how they kind of came from behind, even though he's their second-best player. So I'll tell you all you need to know right there. This is the first game I've watched in a non-Kevin Durant-era Warriors team. I actually was rooting against them. Ben, I don't think it's ever happened before. Because they're normally they're so fun to watch. They always have been. I was watching this game and I was like, bro, I just I I don't wanna I don't wanna for Steph, honestly, I don't know which would be worse. Right? Them not making mm-hmm. the playoffs or him just getting like destroyed. At this point, I was just like, man, you know what? They can't beat anybody. I thought they could beat the Jazz. They can't. I don't know if they could beat the Spurs, to be completely honest with you. Not if dude has to go out there and score 41 to beat. Because they can't guard anybody either. So it's like, damn. Y'all can't really score. Y'all can't really guard. 
The second best player is either going to have five turnovers or foul out. And one thing he's stupid. Yeah, one thing he's definitely not going to do is get 10 points or hit a three. (laughs) Your third and fourth best player can't score together. (laughs) And Wiseman just isn't there. One thing I did see that was interesting, though, off Mm -hmm. the bench, Jordan Poole really is really, really good. He's, he's, He's nice. Um, so they found him. It's just even with him, it's just, I don't know. It's like Baysmore can't guard anybody, Damian Lee has to play. Well, he doesn't. I don't know why they don't play Juan anymore, but whatever. <laughs> they don't. So, yeah, I don't know why. I don't know why uh, Eric Pasco didn't play either. He had an injury. Sit out. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. He's been pretty bad with his one move that never works. So, <laughs> oh, Dom, by the way, I forgot to tell you this. Pascal's also on those Villanova teams. So you said Pascal, what? Pascal's also on those Villanova teams. I remember. Ah, uh, okay. So it was him, Dante, and Brunson. And uh, Spellman. And Spellman. Yeah, they were pretty loaded. Um, yeah. It's back to this. I mean, Lakers just made, I mean, the words made me sad. Swats, I'm like, man, Steph really had to go out there and hit like every. It's like, it's like every time he shoots it, it's like before it used to be like a joy, like, man, is that going in? Now it's more like, it has to go in. <laughs> it has to go in because if he misses, it's like, damn, he can't miss. Man, shot 66%. 41 points on 21 attempts is ridiculous. And again, like we've been saying, they barely beat the Bucks with no Giannis. And the only reason they did it is because Boonholzer is not that is not a good coach. I'll say it. Sorry, man. He sucks. Like, if not for that, they lose. And it's a tough state of affairs, but it's what we've been saying all season. There's no fixing it. That they can really do. Um so, I mean, I guess it is what it is. So, real quick, um, you know, so Steph is getting slandered right now, obviously, because of this. He is second in the league in scoring. Yeah. He averages like mm-hmm. six assists, five rebounds a game, um, and about 30 points. But people are like, hey, man, I don't know why. They're like, hey, man, James Harden could carry, blah, 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 or Westbrook could carry. Their teams both were way better than this. There's no Dame Lillard. Dame Lillard, yeah. Dame's had CJ the whole time, or Aldridge, but again, you're right. Dame Lillard, but... Because, bro, Lillard's more loyal than stuff, you know? Anyway, my question is, is do you guys want to see him end his career as a warrior, or would you rather see him go somewhere else? Now, remember, he's 33. We don't know how many years of his prime is left. The fact that he's doing this at 33, I think, gets completely stuck on, by the way. I don't, I don't think many, maybe Le- LeBron, LeBron... But and maybe Kobe kind of and probably has been Dirk. But I don't think many people have been asked to carry a team like this by themselves at the age of 33. So would you rather Jordan. see Jordan? Jordan? Michael Jordan? Jordan didn't have to I mean he did in the playoffs. He still did have Scotty there, kind of. Scotty was breaking down, but it wasn't Dennis there too still. Dennis was also breaking down. 
Jordan still saying? was carrying the team. Yeah, Jordan was carrying the team. Fair enough. I'm more so mean a team that's bad, but yeah, Jordan too. Um, I'm trying to think. I think that would be like it, actually. But yeah, carry a team by themselves. Um, and if you remember, I mean, Kobe didn't really succeed. Kobe was just it was because of injuries. But that happened. LeBron did it obviously for the Cavs, and Jordan won his championship. But would you rather see Steph stay, or would you rather see him go somewhere else? Uh, Dom, I'm gonna start with you. I mean, I'd rather him stay. I'd rather, I'd rather him stay and someone come to him, honestly, than him go elsewhere. But Giannis staying, fucked that up, so. Huh? Giannis fucked that up, so that's not happening. I mean, there's still a Kawhi. There's still people that can go there. There's still, there's still options, like for people to go there. So, I mean, I'd rather him stay. But honestly, bro, like, f- fuck what people think, bro. Like. The Warriors, at the end of the day, the Warriors is his team. He don't. He already won three of them bitches. And, like, even if he go to another team, let's say he go to the Lakers or wherever else, I don't think he'll go there and just win finals MVP. That's the, that's the whole saying against his career. The only, the only way – he would have to be the clear, outright best player on the team for, for, me to think, to think, for me to think that it would matter. So, like, if he goes to the Bucks, would he win it over Giannis? If he goes to the Lakers – would he win it over LeBron or AD or wherever he would go? Let's, I, I don't know what other teams would be, you know, that he would go to. But let's just say any of the teams he'd go to, if he goes there, would he win finals MVP? I don't know. I don't know if he'd be the outright best player on the team at that point. So he already did everything he needs to do. He went to five straight finals. He won three of them. He He's the – even though he might not, he's not Wilt Chamberlain, but he's the most highly acclaimed, you know, warrior of all time at this point. So, you know, I would say there's just nothing left for him to prove. I like to see the three of them just ride it out at this point. If they can draft, I mean, at this point, they're, they're getting some high draft picks. Now, are they using them right? Wiseman was Wiseman can still develop, and Wiseman may turn into a better player. He looks like a misstep now, only because we see how Lamelo's been looking, and he was right there in their hands. But I mean, they can still build around them. And Steph and Clay's game, depending on how depending on how Clay comes back from injury, Steph and Clay's game are still, you know, it's it's what it is. If you're a great shooter. That's just not going to leave you. That's why people – That's I think that's partially why Steph is, like, is 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 held to the standard that he is right now because they know his game isn't going to fall off as, 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 as bad. Like, when you look at, like, a Westbrook, his game was 100% based off athleticism. So as he gets older, his game was just naturally going to fall off. But since Steph's game was more dependent on shooting and, like, it wasn't quite as athletic – then you feel me. His game was going to be able to carry on easier. So I don't think he should leave. I mean, if he do and he won another ring, like he can go ahead. I don't think anybody should. I think people will say that he still needs all stars and stuff to win titles, even though everybody do. But hey, man, I don't think he should go. Or no. I'm completely on the other side. I think it's time for him to get up out of Golden State. I think the run was cute, but it's over. I think they should just break it up, 
try to build through the draft, try to rebuild because it's over. Like the run is over. Like you're not going to win another championship with this core. Obviously Draymond's too far over the hill. Steph's as a small guard, he only can take you so far. So he does need other stars for him to be at that level, at that championship level again. So I think he wants to, I think once you get a taste of winning at that level, it's kind of hard to just play for, you know, making the playoffs and getting bounced out early in the first round. So I think that he should obviously entertain the possibility of leaving and really consider it. I kind of agree. I think that, I think it's time to come to the conclusion that as much as we want <clears throat> to see it, are we ever going to see Clay Thompson at that level again? Like, it's hard to come back from two major injuries back to back at his age. Like, I mean, we just saw the KD. Yeah, but KD's seven feet tall. And he just got hurt for 30 games. Yeah. So, like, if Clay has to – if Clay comes back and he's out for 25 next year, well, it's going to be the same problem. And we saw Steph, you know, he actually was reported to be hurt longer than he actually was. He probably came back probably. He's like, well, if I'm out, we're not winning any games. So. <laughs> Niggas lost 75 to 130. Exactly. To the Raptors. <laughs> Not even a playoff team, man. So it's like, damn. Um, that's just a situation. They just don't have – Wiggins and Oubre just, you know, both of them just haven't worked out. And Oubre might even leave. So you'd still have the problem with the bench. And then it would be – and then Clay and Steph would have to play every game for them to make – any noise and I just don't know if that's going to happen and for me I think it's just like I don't this is a, it's the same reason I want Brad to leave I don't like watching some of the most talented players in the league not make the playoffs it's very possible Steph does not make the playoffs and who wants to see that I want to see him in the playoffs but I want to see him with a legitimate shot as well with somebody around him and Zion is in the same thing right now once he's in Honestly, Elias dude should just move to the east. Let's play off this playoff teams to be gotten over there. But Bradley right there in the east. <laughs> that's true. Hey man. I, Bradley actually might be an exception rule. Bradley, Bradley's kind of done this to himself. I we've we've pointed it out. Bradley's had some winnable games they have won, but whatever. That's not the case with Steph. Steph is winning all of them he can. He's dragging them to 24 and 27 in the West. Dragging them. If Draymond didn't take a three, they might they might have the nine seed right now. Who knows? But to me personally, it's really a lot dependent on Clay. Clay has to come back and be himself completely, and probably not even himself. He has to be a little bit better for them to even just get like a middle of the pack seed in the West. It's too stacked. So I'd rather see him go. Um, <clears throat> but moving on to some of the games from Wednesday. The Nuggets beat the Spurs 106-96 in this game. Uh, Derek White, 18 points, 7-15 shooting. Jonte Murray had 18 as well, but they just couldn't really get the scoring production from anyone else. Rudy Gay went 2-10 of 10 off the bench. And Patty Mills is a minus 29. For the Nuggets, Jokic, 25 points, 
Nine rebounds, 10 assists, one rebound short of a triple-double, 11 of 18 shooting. He did have six turnovers, but didn't matter. Will Barton, 3 of 13 out there. He was a plus 15. There's third highs plus minus as Monty Morris came off the bench. Back in the lineup, plus 18. Those years, plus 25 off the bench as well. So, Dom, what did you see out of this one? I mean, as we know, Spurs are awful. Um, they they after they lost Aldridge, even though they they were they were decent with him. They were about they were they were like a fifth seed, I believe, when he was there. But ever since he left, they just haven't been able to replace you know the production that he gave them on offense, as he gives Brooklyn the production that they don't need. But <laughs> he went out there, but. I mean, yeah, we the Nuggets are a better team, pretty much. The Spurs are the Spurs are gonna try and fight with everybody as hard as they can, but they just don't have the talent. And they're just not gonna win no games. They're just not gonna win a whole lot of games. I feel like they're just I feel like they're just hanging on to the playoffs barely by the edge of their seat. And you I I don't think the I, I do think the Warriors would beat them if they play. I just don't think they have the talent. Like the, the Warriors don't really have the talent like that either. They're pretty badly built right now just because of the contracts and everything they gave everybody. You know, Steph obviously is making the most money. Uh, Clay got a max contract and he hasn't even played. Draymond's making a decent amount of money. I think he's making $20 million a year. Then they got Wiggins on that big-ass contract. So, you know, the Warriors don't have a lot of money. But the Spurs, they just don't have nobody for real. They don't have really and they do, they just don't have a real prolific score outside of DeRozan. And as we know with DeRozan, the fact that he can't shoot, which has always been his flaw, it just makes the offense. It's it just makes the offense so inside based. And you know, they just don't have anybody else really that can score like that. I mean, Patty Mills is obviously their best bench scorer, but you know, he was out there. He can't play defense. So I'm not sure whoever was out there was just lighting him the fuck up. And it's crazy. Like, Jamal Murray wasn't even there. And they still, you know, had no issues with them. I mean, the Spurs kept it close, like we were saying. But they're just not better than anybody right now. They can beat some of the bottom dwellers. They can beat the Thunder. They can beat the uh, Magic, maybe. They can beat the Pistons. But a playoff. They can't beat the Cavs. Huh? They can't beat the Cavs. No. No shit. No, I don't, I don't think so. I only think they can beat the Timberwolves right now. So that's that. I don't think the Spurs are just good. I, I just don't think the Spurs are good enough. Darnell, what are your thoughts? Obviously, the Spurs—they're just missing. They have a lot of role players on their roster. They have a lot of players that would fit well on their contender. I think they're I think they actually fit well as a team together, but obviously they're just missing the high top high end talent. Like DeRozan's good, but he's not an all-star anymore. Like they need someone that's younger, that has upside, that's playing at an elite level for them to get back to where to to where they want to be. And until they can find that guy, they're gonna struggle because I don't think Deontay Murray's necessarily the guy either. I think he has good defensive upside, but as far as, as his offense, I think – I don't think he'll develop into a perennial all-star type of talent, but he's a key piece that 
you know, they can move forward with. But like I said, like they're just missing that if they had if they had a Jokic on their roster, maybe, or you know, uh Kevin Durant or just one of the MVP candidate type of players, then Kawhi Leonard, obviously. One of the MVP candidate type of players, then they they would be in the yeah. They thought they could turn DeJounte into baby into like a small Kawhi. (laughs) Yeah, you thought, but yeah, it's not as easy. Like it's it's a marriage. Like they develop so many, like they drafted and developed so many stars within the system that they don't realize that the other part was the player had to work hard and he had to want it. And everything had to work out. Like sometimes players just aren't good enough. And regardless of if you had the same approach, you just can't build Hall of Famers in a factory. Like it just doesn't work like that, regardless of how talented your coaching staff is. Yeah, they also got to remember that their best their, their best superstar was the first, first pick of the draft, and they tanked to get him. So there was that. Too. Yeah. Um. That part. The Nuggets have won seven straight, tied for the best in the league with another team we'll talk about later. And the Spurs have lost four in a row, which is the worst of any team in the top ten in either conference. So, two teams going wildly different directions. Speaking of a team that has frustrated us all year, but is somehow kind of sort of getting it together, I guess. The Grizzlies end up beating the Hawks 131-113. Grayson Allen went crazy, 30 points, 10 of 18 shooting. Valanchunas, 9 of 13 out there. John Morant, 8 of 13, both of them with 19 points. And Ja had seven assists as well for the Hawks. Trey Young, 6 of 17, 40 points. Sorry, 14 points, 11 assists out there. Bogdanovich, 9 of 20. No one really shot well for them um, out there. Darnell, what did you see out of this one? I saw no Clint Capella, no John Collins, no DeAndre Hunter. No Cam Reddish for the Hawks. Nobody. So that's pretty much nobody. And we know for the Hawks to play at that level that we've seen for them to get into that four seed, they need to have everyone healthy. And we know Memphis is a team that plays with a lot of depth. They get a lot of production from their starters. And sometimes, you know, they might get even production off the bench. But whenever they have – obviously, you have a Grayson Allen have a career night. 30 points plus 20. You had John Morant return from an apparent injury previously. I think it might have been the hip injury. And he played, you know, fought through the pain, seven assists, seven rebounds to go with his 19 points. That's, you know, an encouraging sign to see if you're a Grizzlies fan. They're 26 and 23 right now. You know, they're playing over 500. That's all you can expect. I don't know where they are in the standings. Does anybody know off the top? The Grizzlies, they're eight. They're in the eighth seed, so they're right there in the playoffs. They're right where they were last year. Um, there was a lot of improvement in the conference, and for them to still be in a hunt, I think that's a positive sign. And obviously for the Hawks, Trey Young, if he goes 0 for 4 for 3, 6 to 17 overall, and they don't have some of the guys I named previously, then they're going to lose the game. Even though they had Lou Will come off the bench and give them 13, you know, it's just not enough. And the Hawks are a team that could go either way. They can be one of the worst teams in the league, as we've seen earlier in the year, or they can be, you know, one of the better teams in the conference, Dep- all depending on how healthy they are. So I think that's what it depended on. Mm-hmm. Dom, what were your thoughts? 
the whole the whole Hawks team was hurt. <laughs> like that's pretty much what it came down to. Nobody's gonna play. Then I mean, you feel me? The Grizzlies got an easy one. The Grizzlies are the Grizzlies are filled with a bunch of people that can score around ten to twenty, and that can play mildly decent enough defense. Um, you know, they're bent. They have they're a deep team. They have a good bench. Everybody on the bench is capable of scoring. Everybody in the starting line is capable of scoring. And everybody's capable of playing defense. So, I mean, I ain't got much to say here. Yeah. The Hawks were hurt. The Grizzlies are pretty good. Oh, um, let's talk about that grand return, man. Oh, my the, God. Go ahead. <laughs> Go crazy. Go, All right. Ahead. Grand return of John Wall. Actually, <laughs> we're gonna talk about the grand return of John Wall. We're gonna talk about the Spurs and the beat up Hawks. So John Wall came back and beat and the Houston Rockets beat the Dallas Mavericks 102 to 93, thanks to 31 from John Wall, 22 and 10 from Christian Wood, 10 and 18 from Kelly Olenek, 14 from Kevin Porter Jr. And then for the Mavericks, they were missing Maxi Kleber. They had Nicolo Melli in the starting lineup. Everybody else was there, though, for the most part. And, you know, Porzingis had 23 points, 12 rebounds. Luca had 23 points, 9 rebounds, 5 assists, but he missed every fucking three. So, you feel me? Josh Richardson went out there, one point, <laughs> zero for nine from the field. <laughs> well, damn. <laughs> <laughs> damn, Josh. If, if, Josh, if Josh maybe scored a basket, maybe they would have had a chance to win the game, but he didn't. But we were we were watching the game close, and we were watching the game like during the closing stretch. And for the Mavericks, it it stayed close the whole time, and Luca kept trying to do it. He kept trying to do his patented step back three. But he missed every single time to where it got to the point where he had the shot and he was just scared to take it. He was shook. And, like, I understand. But it's just like, bro, nobody else on the team going to do it. <laughs> everybody else everybody else was missing right with him. So it was a bad look out there. The Rockets won, won one of their rare games. You know, they don't win too much this season ever since everybody left. But what y'all think about this game? Luca sucks, and all of his made shots are lucky. Skip Bayless told you first. And hey, so he's been awesome. telling us he can't shoot. Yeah. <laughs> Darnell, you can go. I have, I have, I have nothing else. I'm going to just say for the Rockets, um, I like their rotation a little bit um, with the addition of Kelly Olenek. Even though they're obviously one of the worst teams in the league, I think most of that is due to that stretch they had to go without Christian Wood, just not having a center on the roster. It just really hurt them. And just having another big out there, Olenek's been playing well. He had 18 rebounds with his 10 points. Obviously, John Wall, 31-7. and seven. You got 14 points from, from Kevin Porter Jr. So they're getting some production. And Jason Tate is currently, I think, third in the rookie rankings. So – He's someone that's getting some recognition for the play that for how as well as he's been playing for as young as he is. So the Rockets have a decent enough future that with another couple draft picks, they'll be right back 
into contention for making a playing tournament. How are they supposed to get those? They got don't they got a couple? They got their draft pick this year. Don't they have one next year? Or did they trade it? They traded for one year. But but they can but they can get the next 30th pick next year. Oh no, that's horrible. (laughs) I'm gonna take that right back. But I do think they add. I do think they add a, a high end rookie this year, one of the top five picks, and I think that would be good for their future. But yeah, they need they need a little more than that. Hey man, speaking speaking of him being third on the rookie of the year ladder, it did just come out yesterday. So wait, 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 I have something to say real quick about this game. Okay. Actually, I changed my mind. Avery Bradley could have just stayed in L.A. I just saw that he's on the Rockets. And this is the return of D.J. Augustine, one of nine minus 11 for Houston. Keep getting them checks, D.J. All right, go ahead. He just wanted to go out there and roast. I did. I, that's exactly what I wanted to do. I'm going to talk about the Rockets. He's right there. I forgot he was even still in the league. There you go. See, we want to talk about the Spurs. <laughs> So, I want to talk about the Nuggets because they're the second best team in the league. The number ten anyway. for the um, so number ten for the rookie of the year race is Chuma Okiki of the Orlando Magic. Nine is Patrick Williams of the Bulls. Eight is James Wiseman. Seven is Desmond Bain from the uh, Grizzlies. Six is Lamelo. Five is Emmanuel Quickly. Four is Sadiq Bay from the uh, Pistons. Three is Jay Sean Tate from the Rockets. Two is Tyrese Halliburton, and one is Ant-Man. So, y'all agree with those rankings? Yeah. I think it's about time they give yeah. Ant-Man his credit. So long enough. They, <laughs> like, they get it, man. Whatever. And it's just weird for them to have LaMelo on the rankings. Like, for him to just slowly fall down the rankings every week. Is like, <laughs> weird. It's like, it, if you're going to just, like, if you're gonna punish him for being hurt, just take him off the list. Like disqualify him or something. I don't know. It's just weird. I don't know why Sadiq Bay is above Emmanuel quickly exactly. That's what I'm trying to figure out. Is Sadiq one player of the week? Oh yeah, he did. <laughs> one player. player of the week. <laughs> he did turn up for that one week though. Bro, he, really the, thing, the thing was he didn't. <laughs> Though. Everyone else kind of turned down for a week, and the Pistons went three and one. I think they're like, okay, you know what, Zadik? Some somebody had to be the reason. <laughs> so we know it wasn't Blake. It wasn't Derek. <laughs> I think they were out that week too. <laughs> really do. I think they were playing. Yeah, it wasn't Grant because you know it was, but you know. I think Zeke had one 29-point game on somebody. Yeah. I think he made he made like a whole bunch of threes or something. Yeah. I can't yeah. remember exactly, but it was something like that. He's not that memorable. While we're here, we might as well talk about the MVP ladder a little bit too. So um, it just came out a few days ago as well. Um, number 10 is Devin Booker. Nine is Kyrie Irving. Eight is Kawhi Leonard. Seven is Joel Embiid. Six is LeBron James. 
Five is Luka Doncic. Four is Giannis Antetokounmpo. Three is James Harden. Two is Damian Lillard. One is Nikola Jokic. All right. Dame is officially not my top five. So they beat a team with a better record than them. Watch that. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Honestly, James Harden is not in my top five either because just give it to Kyrie. I don't care anymore. Yeah, like Giannis Kyrie. is too low, man. I agree that Giannis is too yeah, low. Yeah, Giannis is too low. Giannis is not winning it. That's why he's too low. Yeah. It's not allowed. <laughs> He's not winning three straight. He can't. That put, that's like greatest of all time territory. You can't get greatest of all time territory if you can't make the finals. But the thing is, he really is greatest of all time territory. He's got to make the finals. He should have went to the Warriors. Then guess what? Win MVP. Smack with that bitch. They straight took Steph off that bitch completely. <laughs> it, they're 10th yeah. in the a- league. You can't get – they're not going to make the playoffs. <laughs> I don't see Bradley up there either. Yeah. Well, you know Bradley never going to make it. You said Devin Booker was 10th? Yeah, Devin's 10th. Okay. Where's Chris Paul? Yeah, I was going to say, put Chris Paul there. Not top 10. Chris Paul should be up there above Book. Exactly. That's what I was thinking. I mean, Book is averaging 26. Book is 26, bro. Stupid ass twenty. Paul, Chris Paul, Kyrie Irving, Jokic. Jokic is probably going to get it because now they go. They're about to go on this fifteen game winning streak. I told y'all this was happening too. That's the funniest part. I was like, bro, they' about to go crazy. I just saw it. I was like, oh, they can play defense now against wing players. That was the whole flaw, and they still were beating teams with good wing players. But now they can actually defend them. They're and they have a half bench. Their bench, bench is ridiculous now. Really look at it. Monte back. Yeah. Paul Millsap and Monte at the bench is kind of stupid. Yeah. Nah, James Harden. James Harden is eliminated. I'm sorry. <laughs> they gonna just win by 30 without you. Like twice. <laughs> I, I got nothing to say. Um... Who else? Really, it's just Jokic, I guess. And B can't. And B just missed too many games, so he's out too. Yep. I go. I go. Jokic, Giannis, Luca. That's your top three. Yeah. Put Kyrie up there. Just fuck it. Chris Paul. That's my top five. <laughs> <laughs> I told you, man. These guys are eliminating themselves, man. James Harden can't. He, he, they went by thirty every time. They went by thirty like twice now. About <laughs> and Dame can't beat a team that's better than him. So you know, fucking what? I just watched the Suns do it last night. There's only one team in the league with better record. They just did it. Yeah. <laughs> so like, like <laughs> what do you want me to do, man? That is true. <laughs> Don't know what's your top five over here. You want me to give a top five? All right, so I got Giannis one. I got Jokic two. I got James Harden three. 
I have Embiid four, and I have Chris Paul five. Let's go. <laughs> Chris Paul. Yeah, I got Chris Paul five. Real Chris Paul standing up. <laughs> <laughs> Chris Paul's out of his seat listening to the podcast right now. It's about damn time. <laughs> forget about me for too long. Yep. He can't just go everywhere and make everyone that much better. Like, I don't know, <laughs> man. Like, immediately. Hey, yeah, they win percent. Hey, man, I think the win percent. percentage. The, the Thunder oh. restraint may make the playoffs without him, no. <laughs> but did that. Hey, man, they going to sit everybody, no. They weren't about to make the playoffs this year anyway. What are you talking about? Nah. They are about to make the play-in. Play-in right there. They weren't going to be the sixth seed again. They, they, they could have top five. Yeah. <clears throat> I'd say one is Jokic, two is Giannis. Let me look at the standings real quick. The Jokic. Huh? You forgot the players in the NBA, man. I did. <laughs> I'd say one is Jokic, two is Giannis. Um, three, I'll give – three, I, I can give it to Luka. Four, he may not beat nobody better than him, but fuck it. <laughs> Lillard can be four. He can be fourth for me. <laughs> no, not for me. And then five, I'm going to have to agree with Shaw. Chris Paul can be fifth. It's fucking Paul, man. Stop sleeping on him. Stop it. They get the one seed for no reason other than he just joined. <laughs> I think I saw a stat yesterday. Um, I think the Suns have improved. It's 20-something percent on their win percentage from last year. Yep. Yeah. I saw that. I don't can you really win MVP at six with 16 and nine, though? 16 and yes, you can. Steve Nash has two of them off of that. We're talking about I was about to say, you got to look at Steve Nash. Steve Nash won it like 15 years ago. Who cares? The stats were different. Who cares? Not really. I mean, you still have people putting up high numbers. I mean, Kobe was average. Kobe was averaging 35, but he was like the eighth seed or something like that. Like, exactly. He was a low seed doing it. Jokic right up there. Jokic right up there with him. But he knocked the one seed. He knocked the two either. <laughs> Yo, Chris Paul not winning it. That's averaging 16 and nine. That's crazy, bro. You just don't understand the cerebral. He's not going to do it averaging 16 and nine. You just don't understand the leadership. Those, those are Mike Collie stats. You don't, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> wow. What a shot at Mike Conley. <laughs> what, a, what a shot at everybody involved. <laughs> I'm just so so you saying it should go to book then? Because somebody gotta get credit for the Suns having this record. Is anybody on the jazz gonna get credit? <laughs> no. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, someone wants you to get credit. I mean, you gonna get Rudy Gobert. And Carson gets six man. 
And Quinn Snyder, coach of the year. There you go. There's your credit. <laughs> <laughs> we know one thing for sure. Monty Williams can't get coach of the year. He's the only reason they're not first right now. So, and Cam Johnson, not six man a year either. <laughs> exactly. Hey, man. Britt, Britt. Uh, and Devin Booker doesn't like to get double teamed. Chris Paul, MVP. <laughs> Bro, I'm just saying, ain't nobody averages 16 and nine. Who cares? In 2021. Bro. No one – you can say that, but no one who averaged 69 comes around and changes. He's about to get them in the playoffs for the first time since 2010. Yo, not when Jokic averaging 26. And make them a first seed. Bro, Jokic averaging 26 and 9 and 11. But. <laughs> but. He averaged 10 more points in the same amount of assists. Let's think about this. Is he 36? <laughs> <laughs> hey man, give it to LeBron. We were going to. He was gonna make everybody give it to him. He was going to force it to happen. It was happening. You saw he was first in the ladder the whole year. Bro, I'm old. He might be. He got four of them. Chris Paul right there was zero. <laughs> Old as shit. <laughs> that man is heavy. <laughs> Yo, Chris Paul for MVP. I don't care. No, no, he's first now. Yoke to second. I don't care. <laughs> this is what the world needs. We need. Bro, it's just, I'm telling you, it just ain't no fucking way. You know, I really don't fucking 16 points. They've won seven straight. <laughs> they about to catch the Jazz, bro. Bro, if it wasn't for Matsu Williams being an idiot, they would really be like 42 and seven right now. You know that, right? <clears throat> he ain't sit Jay Crowder for no reason. For no reason. <laughs> they lost five games in that stretch for no reason. <laughs> like none. Your point CP MVP, baby. Let's do it. Let's go. Hey man, you can give him your MVP at the end of the season. You just got it. It's the season hasn't ended yet. Got it. Okay, you got it on lock. You got it. <laughs> Yo, you know, Denver right behind them, right? I see they're not right behind their whole three games back. They're on the same seven-game winning streak, but you can't catch them if they never lose. <laughs> Damn, they have one seven straight. <laughs> one seven in a row. I ain't even beat Phoenix, Phoenix one that many in a row. Bro, it's because Chris Paul been on fire. He the reason you went to sleep last night in the game. You came out there going crazy. You were like, you know what? They, 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 they were doing it. Book was right there and shooting the same shots, the same exact middies, the same exact mid-ranges. Hey, man, you know what? You know what? You know what? Sorry, yeah. Celtics. Chris, Chris Paul Chris Paul might be averaging 16 and, and have helped them get to the second seed. But has there ever been? No. He's the whole reason. But oh my God. does he have a song dedicated to him? Oh 
Oh my god. That's only because he doesn't have an MVP yet. Does Booker? Does Tyler Hero? <laughs> Tyler Hero is a whole different category. Does Booker have an MVP? Booker's a whole different category too. He did score 70. But he didn't do it this year. <laughs> Just saying, Chris Paul been this motherfucker for like 18 years. He's always slept on. Oh my god. He is. Oh, Chris Paul reminds me of. Oh, that, that Hall of Famer in Toronto. Oh, God. What is he talking about? This <laughs> was way sure. better than Kyle man. I'm pretty sure they both averaged about 16 and nine. Hey, guys. Hey, guys. Really quick. Um, Everyone listening, my email is DemetriusMason47 at gmail.com. We're taking applications for a new co host. <laughs> we, are, we are looking. <laughs> We're looking to upgrade Bro, position. Kyle Lowry is more Chris Paul than he is Eric Bledsoe. That's for sure. We would prefer if your if your first name started with a D, just to keep the triple D's thing. All you gotta do is say triple D, <laughs> and just not talk about Kyle Lowry, and you can join the podcast. <laughs> Those are the only two requirements. <laughs> <laughs> Please apply today. Hey man, I'm just saying. He definitely I'm saying anything. closer. He's closer to Chris Paul. No, he's not. He's oh my god! What are you talking? <laughs> They're both Hall of Famers. Oh my! God. Neither, neither of them won MVP. One of them has a ring. Oh my god! Chris Paul was right there, looking Blake Griffin right in his face. What are you, <laughs> Blake Griffin? It's not Kawhi Leonard. He, he was looking James Harden right in his eyes. Oh, my God. <laughs> he got hurt. He was there the next year and folded against the Warriors without KD. I want to hear it. Harden folded. They folded. Harden. All right, what's your what, what do you want? All right, so, I, so, so, you, so your whole discussion, your whole argument about why Kyle Lowry is, isn't comparable to them because he's only won a ring because he played with Kawhi Leonard, right? Even though the Raptors led the, even though him and DeRozan were like the first seed and like a top three seed every year for like five years. But forget that. You said that the reason why Kyle Lowry is only in that place is because he won a ring with, um, what's his name? With Kawhi Leonard. But when you look at Chris Paul and John Rondo, Rajon Rondo only won a ring with three Hall of Famers and then won his second one with two more with LeBron and Anthony Davis and in the um with obviously with the Celtics victory. So what really makes him different from Rondo? He can be Rondo. I don't know when Rondo got into this, but because Rondo was also in that Chris Paul discussion. Nope. What the hell are you talking about? No, he's not. <laughs> Yo, it was a it was a real debate. When? When was this a real debate? In the in what the, in the late thousands, early two thousand tens. No, it was not. It was, it was a debate. It was. It was a debate. But it was short lived. It was short lived, but it was there. <laughs> <laughs> it was right there. 
who was having yeah, yeah. they're both they're all better they're all better than Darren Williams Darren Williams is right there in the debate debate the debate was Chris Paul and Darren Williams at the time because they were drafted back to back we're not back to back but they were the two point guards drafted Rondo was then Rondo there. and then Rondo came into the discussion there was a there was like a beef between Rondo and Chris Paul for a long time exactly <laughs> they still hate each other but Rondo's not he, – he hasn't had the, compare, the career comparable to Chris Paul, though. Nope. So I'm saying Kyle Lowry can be Rondo. That's has got two rings, two of them bitches. That's okay. Who of them bitches? But neither one of them has ever been an MVP. As Chris Paul? He's when did I miss that? Chris Paul be, got that Paul George MVP. <laughs> he's about to be right now. Chris Paul. So, so he's gonna beat Jokic in his ten extra points. <laughs> Let his... the record show, by the way, really quick. That just hear me out on this. Chris Paul would have probably two or three rings if the NBA would have let him get traded to the Lakers. But I digress. Another thing about this, you know, I we mean, don't know that. We do know that. Another thing, I know about that it didn't happen. It didn't happen. He's thinking about what could have happened. Another what... thing that we need to think about when talking about our discussion is that, you know, Blake Griffin was never the same without Chris Paul, and neither is DeAndre Jordan. So this makes David Blake West. about to win a ring. Dave West, never been the same. They I mean, getting participation trophies. They ain't getting rings. <laughs> David West, they just was involved. David West almost won a ring without him. Huh? In fact, he won two, but. Yeah, with the Warriors. I'm saying. When he, he was on the Pacers, he was right there. He was right there when he was on the Pacers, going game seven with LeBron. Before Chris Paul ever saw a conference finals. David he wasn't West the second was best player on that team either. That's okay. Huh? He wasn't the second best player on that team either. Okay. Hey, man, I'm just saying. I'm just saying, if we get MVPs, 16. Kyle Lowry can be in the Rondo debate because he got all stars in the Eastern Conference. I will give him that. He can be in the Rondo discussion. That's okay. They're just more accomplished than Eric Bledsoe. I don't know if they're better. Definitely more accomplished. You You don't know if Rondo is better than Eric Bledsoe now? No. Did I hear that right? Did. did I just hear that right? Yes. Darnell, did you hear that? <laughs> yeah. He I said between Eric Bledsoe and Ray John Rondo, he don't know who's better. I don't. Bledsoe just had 26 last night. He did. He did do that. Yes. <laughs> That's all I'm saying, man. Rondo had two. Hey, man. <laughs> you know, Eric Bledsoe and Chris Paul have been to the same amount of conference finals, right? Chris Paul's an open MVP. to one. You got to take MVPs out of this. Discussion. I got to see the MVP first. He has to win it. People like you are never going to give it to him, but he earned it. Just the same way Paul George did, right? Hey, man. I don't know why you brought Paul George into this. I'm trying to bring all these other people into this. When you start with Kyle Lowry is Chris Paul, 
That is what we started the conversation with, and that's incorrect. And I'm sorry that you feel. Now that you're way. trying to give Chris Paul MVPs. He never won. I'm not trying to give him ones. He never won. I'm trying to give it to him this year because he earned it. He just well, goes places and makes him twenty percent better every time. If Yoke, if Yoke was, hey man, maybe if Jokic wasn't sitting there averaging the same amount of assists with ten extra points. <laughs> not to mention the rebounds. Let's not even mention the rebounds. But the same amount of assists with 10 whole more points. Hey, man. The and, Suns bro. Got, the Suns got three uh, whole and, more and, 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 and the and, and the Nuggets, and the Nuggets, their second best player is Jamal Murray. <clears throat> Chris Paul's standing. Chris Paul is standing there right next to Devin Booker. Unless you're trying to tell me, Jamal has Jamal Murray, Murray not gone for 50 in the playoffs multiple times? I'm sorry, is he seven not you cannot been deep 70. You, seven, you cannot Jamal seven. Murray. Though. Jamal Murray's had 50 he in the playoffs multiple times in a series. Not I'm not, I'm not saying what? Murray ain't nice. I'm not saying Murray nice. He not Booker. What? He not Booker. He not Booker. He's not Booker. I gotta see Booker do something. Is he I don't Booker? Know, man. Is he I don't Booker? Know, man. I, 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 he's more inconsistent. But I don't. I don't. I would say. That. I would say this. I would say this. They're know. closer in. They're close in tiers as far as like where you arrange <laughs> players in the NBA. They're right there. They really it's are. It's not right. far off. Take Jokic off that team. Take Jokic off that team. What are the Nuggets? I don't know. Not a Never playoff team. Any games? I can't tell you. Devin Booker was trying to carry them niggas. It depends. Are they going to play Bulbuls? He's seven three and fast and can shoot. He's right there. <laughs> hey, man. hey, man. I don't know why they don't play 7 3 KD, but. <laughs> no, 7 3 seven, seven, three KD is playing at LKC right now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's his name? Alexis Pushukov? Pukasevsky. or something like that. They keep finding all these. Pukasevsky. Sam Pressy a goat, bro. <laughs> I'm. It's scary that he got 30 picks <laughs> in, in, in really five quick, years. Really quick, because I feel like it's about to happen, but we should just talk about this game real quick because we can't not talk about it. Is it two best seeds in the West? We already didn't talk about Celtics Knicks. That's fine. For those who didn't, Celtics, so Celtics, nah, Celtics, you gotta go somewhere. Celtics won because the Knicks can't score. Julius Randle sucks. My takeaway from that. You guys have any quick takeaways? Let me know. Nah, the uh, Knicks are, no, not really. The, Knicks are the worst closing team in the league, maybe of all time. <laughs> <laughs> That's my takeaway. They are pretty bad. I, I I've never, never seen it. I've never seen a team close worse than the niggas. Yeah. It's really thick. Anyway. Julius Randle don't want to be who he is. Nope. He's watching him. He's watching that man make history. That's the worst part. My man looked at Grant Williams and said, nah, I'll pass it. I'm good. <laughs> Zion would straight put his big ass shoulder into that nigga. <laughs> Moved his fat ass right the fuck out the way. <laughs> That fucking layup. Damn, Grant. Damn, vital. <laughs> anyway, move. 
Moving on, the Suns end up beating the Jazz in overtime, 117-113. Suns got out to an early lead, but lost the lead in the third quarter and still end up getting the win in overtime. Don Mitchell did hit a late three, and he ended up with 41 points on 35 shots. Not quite what Steph did the other night, um, but he got it done. Uh, sheesh. Bogdanovich played well, 20 points, 8 of 17 for him. Rudy Gobert, 7 for 7, 16 points, 18 boards. Um, for the Suns, Devin Booker, 35 points. Did have six turnovers on 31 shots, 0 for 6 from deep. Chris Paul, 29 points, 9 assists, plus 17, you know, MVP numbers. Um, <clears throat> Darnell, what did you see out of this one? I see, you know, obviously the Jazz are a team that started off really hot, but they're a team that seems like teams are starting to figure out. And, you know, they have 13 losses now in the season. Now they're only one loss ahead of the Suns in the Western Conference. So that's something that we're going to have to watch going forward. 41-8 from Donovan Mitchell, 16-35 to from the field, 4-12 from three. Uh, typical Donovan Mitchell game, not the greatest efficiency, but still high scoring. He was a minus 11, plus minus. Rudy Gobert, high rebounding numbers, 18 rebounds, four offensive, 16. And you, you had only 11 for Clarkson, who's averaging 17 on the season. And not a great game either from Joe Ingles. So not, you know, the players that they needed to step up didn't for the Jazz. And it was still a close game. So that says a lot about their roster. But when you look at the Suns, you look at Chris Paul's production. He had 29-9. and And back to his Devin Booker, Chris Paul argument. Chris Paul, where Devin Booker finished with 35 points, but he was a plus zero. Chris Paul was a plus 17. So that just shows you the value to their roster right there if you want to go back to that argument. And – you know, the Suns are a really good team. So, you know, that's all I got. Yeah, it's a good point. Hey, Dom, you want to go back to that argument? I see damn near identical stats. But do you see a – you know that the one thing we always talk about, for those listening again, remember my email, DemetriusMason47 at gmail.com. Please send your applications in. But you guys know that the one argument we use going to join this podcast is plus minus, and now Dom's pretending like it doesn't exist. But go ahead, Dom. Continue your point. <laughs> what I gotta say is what I'm looking at when I'm looking at the stats, you know, these teams, I see why they're both so high. They're they are they are pretty identical. <laughs> for real. Yeah. So <laughs> Mitchell, two Mitchell people shooting six, the ball. Huh? So they're off two people shooting the ball, pretty much. <laughs> pretty much. It was just Mitchell was only a slightly better version of Booker, while Chris Paul was a by far way better version than Conley tonight. Pretty much. That's the, that was the main difference. That was like <clears> takeaway <throat> at all. Um, Aiden, Aiden and Gobert pretty much did the same thing. Royce and Bridges pretty much did the same thing. Crowder and Ingles pretty much did the same thing. Cam Johnson and Jordan Clarkson pretty much did the same thing. <laughs> Everybody pretty much did what the other, what their what their uh, uh, other component would do. But the main difference though is just, you know. Um, Chris Paul. Chris Paul was the difference. Yeah, he, he normally is. I think <clears throat> one thing. Nice. What? what was that? Say something. Right. Not be P, but I think the thing was with the Jazz is you know we've said this before. I at least know I've said it before um, on this podcast. Mike Conley. 
is the whole issue, the whole problem. And and Tommy's out there. He's a minus. They started the game off terribly. I think they had two points in the first, like, six minutes. Put him on the bench. Suddenly they were able to score. (laughs) It's worse because he he also can't really guard people because he's too small. And if Clarkson's going to go out there and go four for 12. He was a plus eight, by the way, with four for 12 and zero assists. So even Clarkson plays better defense than Conley is what I'm getting from that. I mean, at least Clarkson hit some threes, I guess. I don't know. I just – it's just the consistent – oh, Conley was out there fouling people, too. We have five fouls. Jeez, Conley. And Conley was by far the worst person on the court out there. Yep. Yeah. That's not really – yeah. I mean, that's been the case. They went on an eight-game winning streak when he was gone, like I said, which happened earlier in the season. And – that nigga had to say, maybe if we were 31 and no, I'd be all star. And he got in. He got his all star. <laughs> Chris Paul has to say, maybe if we were 50 and oh, I'd get my MVP. That's all he has to say. He'll shoot right up the ladder. I guarantee it. <laughs> Dame said loyalty, and he right up the ladder. Ooh. Catapulted himself into loyalty, loyalty, loyalty. <laughs> that man said, "Damn, I didn't get Lamarcus Aldridge. Maybe if I was more loyal, second in the MVP ladder." You know what, damn, you're right. It's crazy how it works, bro. I've never seen somebody just just spam their loyalty. <laughs> it's like, bro, it's like, bro, we get it. Yo, maybe, yo, yo, Bradley, speak the fuck up, bro. He can't. They're not good enough. Bro, huh? He can't. They're not good enough. Plus, they, he gets all-stars now. Twitter did that for him. Bro, Bradley needs to speak the fuck up, bro. They got to get in the play. If they, if they were anywhere near the playoffs, he'd be right there. Then he would speak up. Yeah. <laughs> he can't, bro. He got to let Russ be loud for both of them. Especially if this is going to be bad. <laughs> if it's just gonna be bad, then he can't really say much. He got his all-star too. <clears throat> they didn't even give Russ a second look, but they gave that they gave Bradley Beal starter all-star <laughs> team. All-star starter though. Hey man. And I think yeah, I mean Chris, I mean, hey man, it's right there for him. Right there, I mean, he just has to say it. It's not right there. Jokic is, Jokic is by far number one. That's the thing. It's no Jokic could definitely be Jokic, in the top five. Nobody, it's nobody next to Jokic right now, bro. All he has to say is, bro, I've been Giannis is right time. there, bro. Giannis, okay, Giannis, Giannis is, is right not there. Gonna, the thing is, Giannis is never, they're not going to give, they're not giving it to him again. Maybe, maybe in another couple years, maybe next year, not this year, they're not giving him three in a row. Fuck no, they're not giving him three in a row. They got the same record. He doesn't have Jamal Murray. He has he has big money Drew Holiday, bro. And he got Chris okay, he got Chris Middleton right there. Um <laughs> now we know Chris Middleton a bucket. Oh uh, man. 
Jamal Murray's not. After scoring <laughs> 50 plus in a bowl multiple times. Jamal Murray is. Okay. Jamal Murray is a bucket. A lot of Jamal Murray slander coming out of Dom, man. I, I How was that? Because <laughs> he not Devin Booker? Because he not Devin the fuck Booker, bro? Didn't Jamal have 50 this year? He had 50 on the Cavs with no free throws. With no free throws. Hey, man. First player that. ever in history to do I, that. I did just see Book score 45, too. I mean, that's not right. 50. You know, just like 50 isn't 70, which is what you keep saying. 45 ain't 50. <laughs> Five and 20 is a big difference. Five points and 20 points is a big difference. Not 50. I just need Devin Booker to score 50 in the playoffs one time. Hey, Chris Paul, Chris Paul's gonna make sure he gets there. Hey, 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 let's let's put a bet. Let's put some let's put some Mountain Dew. Let's put some diet dew on it. I'll put some, I'll, I'll I'll bet you a pool of diet dew. Devin Booker does not score 50 this postseason. I'll bet you a pool of diet <laughs> that Devin Booker averaged more points than Jamal Murray in the playoffs. I can't do that. You look, that's oh, the number what? one option versus the number two option, though. Yeah. No, oh, Chris Paul to MVP. Plus, they got Aaron Gordon taking some Chris shots. Paul they got Porter. Bro, they, they, they let Bridges take one shot yesterday. Chris Paul. <laughs> they let Bridges take one shot. I can't. I can't. What are we going to do with that? They don't let him shoot anymore. Aaron Gordon, Aaron Gordon don't want to shoot. Aaron Gordon, he, he'll dunk it. He's not going to well, shoot he, it. unless well, he's throwing it right to Jokic, though. That's the thing. I he will you, dunk it. That's more than one shot. I bet you a whole case of Diet Mountain Dew. <laughs> I bet you I bet you a case that Devin Booker doesn't score 50 this postseason. Why don't you like my why don't you like my challenge, bro? It's it's directly comparing it because, you. Because direct, you know why? You know why? I said mine first. That's the thing. <laughs> well, mine is directly comparing them. It is directly directly. Jamal did it three times last postseason. Devin could do it once. All one I'm time. saying is one measly 50-point game, bro. Average more points. Bro, he can't give me one measly 50-point game. I'm not saying he can't. All I'm saying is he can average more points. Plus, the Suns might be out of the playoffs before the Nuggets are anyway. So, that just means Jamal has more games. Could lower his average. Man, I don't know, man. The way Utah falling. <laughs> The way Utah fall at Phoenix, Phoenix going to wind up at number one real quick. That's true. It's, it's crazy. All this aside, it is crazy that, that 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 none of them, nobody on either one of these two teams is top nine in MVP voting. <laughs> and I don't even disagree with it. But, you know, other than Chris Paul, of course. But... <laughs> Hey, man. It's going to be out there a plus 17, a four-point win. I don't know what you want me to say. <laughs> Against the best team in the league. Are the best team in the league now. Record-wise. The best team in the league. Hey, have you ever heard so, the phrase? So, so, Jazz versus Nets, who are you taking? Have you ever heard the phrase, you are your record? Jazz, Jazz. So, Jazz versus Nets, who are you taking? It depends. He <laughs> 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 it, it, 
depends on if Kyrie Harden and Durant all injured. Hey, man, if all three of them are hurt, they got it. I think they can win if two of them are hurt. I think they could. (laughs) (laughs) If KD out there by himself, maybe. Yeah. If it's just KD, I think they have a shot. If it's Kyrie, I don't know. (laughs) Kyrie killed him. I'm a little little worried about that. Kyrie, hard, no, I don't know about that one either. But Kyrie, really the MVP, bro. He is. That's the thing about it all. Yeah. Kyrie's gonna score forty every time. Well, <laughs> that I mean, <laughs> how many games he? He doesn't even miss that many games, has he? Kyrie. The funny, the funny thing is, is, in the few games he did miss, they're just like, oh, James Harden MVP. But now James missing him, and Kyrie just. Chilling. Chilling average of 40. (laughs) (laughs) Damn. Wait a minute. For real. Kyrie does average 28 and (laughs) 6. Jeez. Not 28 and 6. So Harden's played for MVP numbers. Huh? Harden's played 42. Not all for the team, obviously. And then Kyrie's played 37. Ah, yeah. But Kyrie missed a lot of games in the season. But get before. Oh yeah, because. (laughs) Oh yeah, when he was just remember that. Yeah, it was just like. Then and then he had to take off for his birthday, and then his wife having a kid. Yeah. He had to take off for his birthday. Is that what happened? Yeah, and his wife having a kid. Both. It was in the same. It was in the same little weekend. He didn't have to. So if my so if my wife is having a kid and my birthday is like a week before, I mean, I might as well just take the whole week off. It, it makes sense. If you had a real job, not if you're a professional basketball player. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. like being in the army. Like you're you can't saying, leave. Hey man, you're saying this ain't a real job. You're saying this ain't a real job. These dudes don't even get guaranteed contracts, and you're saying this isn't a real job? Oh, my God. It does. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, man. Kyrie fighting for his two-way contract, and you saying this ain't a real job? I looked it up. <laughs> Yo. I didn't think about that. I didn't think about that till just now, man. That's definitely a candidate for me. Oh my god! Oh, oh that's mine. <laughs> that is mine. I'll let you know right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna let I'm gonna let Dom go first because he did just say that, and that would have been mine. Yeah, so he can just he can just. <laughs> that would have been mine. That would have been mine too. <laughs> Dom, what was your game of the last two days? Player the last two days. Coach last two days and dickhead of the, you know. <laughs> All right. So game of um the last couple of days, I had to go to the number one seed and the number and the number two seed in the West, the Utah Jazz and the Phoenix Suns, you know, for that thriller. Um, let me see. Coach. Let's see who who 
would I give the coach to? Good question, isn't it? It's a great question. You have to pick one coach. I do have. I have to pick one coach. Who would I pick? Chris Paul, right there, looking you in your face. He the coach now? Yes, he actually is. <laughs> I'll give it to um. That man's name, Mike Malone. I'll give it to Mike Malone. Yeah, you're fucking people up. Yeah, you're fucking everybody up. You feel me? They they haven't lost since the trade, I believe, and they're they're inching their way in to that to that number one seed because it still is there for the taking, for real, for them at least. Every everybody that's in like the top four still really is capable of getting it. They about to win seventeen in a row, so they are right there. <laughs> <laughs> The Jazz going to keep losing every time they leave Utah. (laughs) (laughs) That is true, too. For player, let me see. I'll give it to him. I'll give it to y'all MVP. I'll give it to Mr. Chris Paul. He deserves it after last night because he was the whole difference in the reason that they won. But, yes, the moment we've been waiting for, dickhead of the day, we all have the same answer, but – you allowed me to go first so I can go in. So, Mr. Brandon Marshall. Now, I'm going I'm to give y'all a little preface, right? Because yeah. me and Demetrius were watching First Things First. It's so much right? And I was watching it. And, you know, there's a bunch of football players and shit that's on them shows and shit. And, you know, they be talking about basketball. And they don't be knowing what they talking about. But I saw Brandon Marshall up there, and I was like, wow, he actually kind of sounds like he knows what he's talking about. He might be the best football analyst when it comes to talking about other sports. I said that right before I saw the clip, man. You really said those actual words. I, I said it all <laughs> I was like, Brandon Marshall really might be the one of the football, football, yeah. the football players that actually knows about other sports. Then my man goes right out there. <laughs> Goes right out there in that show podcast, whatever it was. NBA players' contracts are guaranteed. Ocho Cinco, like, bro, what? <laughs> yes, the fuck they are. <laughs> oh, the fuck, they're not. <laughs> Went out there. What did he say? Loud as shit. Loud as hell. Mad as fuck. Just to be all sort of wrong. Only the star players get guaranteed contracts. Everybody else is on two ways and, and ten days and. <laughs> Brandon. Yeah, Brandon. Brandon. I even I, you know what? I'm not even <laughs> mad at it. I'm not fully mad at it. You know why? Because he was trying to look out for other people. His heart really was in the right place. I see. His heart was in the right place. He <laughs> wanted he he wasn't awesome Draymond. They they should shut up. <laughs> they should shut up about their non guaranteed contract. He was like, I'll speak out for them. But the point about speaking out is that you got to know what you're talking about. Because if you speak yeah. out, especially if you're just going to raise your voice, be loud as shit, and then when people try to correct you, tell them that they're wrong and have your veins popping out your head, <laughs> you at least got to be right about it. <laughs> so my, man, my man's got all worked up, had his heart rate beating, had his motherfucking veins popping out his head just to be wrong. <laughs> and I saw him on some IG comments. On, um, I forget which page it was. And he and he put a bunch of lash, laughing emojis. He was like, "Damn, that really was an L." 
<laughs> so Brandon Marshall, you are dickhead of the day. You know you're dickhead of the day, and you accept it. But still, you provided everybody's day. So thank you. Darnell, what, what are you? All right, so for my game of the night, I'm going to agree with Dom. It's going to be Utah and Phoenix, two best teams in the West, playing against each other. Um, for my player of the other night, I'm going to go with Grayson Allen with his 30 points because he probably will never get player of the night again. So I'm going to give it to him. For my coach of the night, <laughs> I'm going to go with Steven Silas for the Rockets. Mavericks. And the Rockets don't look like the worst team in the league anymore. So maybe there are encouraging signs there. For my – what do I got left? Just dickhead? Dickhead, yeah. Oh, this is tough. I don't really have one, man. Brandon Marshall was the greatest one, man. I think Dom, like, killed everybody else's option. Um, okay. So, yeah, I got that my my game of the day, Suns Jazz, uh, best game that no one watched. Phenomenal, missed it, missed all of it. Should have watched it. Didn't. Player of the night, um, I'm giving it to Steph. Cause you know what? For some reason, it's making me mad how hard he's fighting out there. You know what? Just gonna give it to Bro, Steph. he hears the noise. He he said he be looking on Twitter. Reading people what people say. I understand that, but still, man. Certain point, you got to be like, bro, y'all do know these dudes suck, right? But you know, whatever. <laughs> he fought for it. He got my player today. Um, <laughs> Coach of the day, James Rego, coach of the Hornets. Yes, the Thunder are bad. Yes, they're trying. Well, they're not bad, but they're trying to tank. Still, they, they fight for no reason. So to get that win, against Povacheski, Povacheski, whatever, with no Gordon Hayward, big win for them. They, they need every win they can possibly get with no Gordon Olomel. The two best players are out. That means Cody Zeller got to play a lot. They end up getting the win. My dickhead today, because I don't think we talked about it, because we were going to talk about it, <clears throat> but we didn't see it until directly after our last podcast. So I'm just going to just repoint attention back to it's Michael Rappaport. Um, this dude really went. Not only did he reveal DMs that honestly, if we're being honest, weren't that bad. I'd laugh if I got DMs like that. But um, <laughs> but he went on undisputed, and the man looked like he was about to cry. He looked like he was that shook. And then to make it worse, he was talking about at the beginning, he was talking about all the stories he had. He's like, yeah, man, people won't pet my dog anymore. People won't do this, they pet the other. And after he finished his whole soliloquy, about, yeah, man, so understand, like business partners, blah, blah, blah. All because I revealed the DMs. We were just like, well, you revealed the DMs. You shouldn't have done that, you dickhead. Literally, like, what the fuck? He completes all of that by saying, He's like, yeah, I was kidding with you guys about the dog stuff. I was like, for what? So he started the whole thing with this whole sympathetic crying thing. Because you got to remember, this dude's an actor, right? Yeah. 
I don't know anything he's been in, but apparently he's an actor. And he ends it with, oh, no, I was just kidding about the whole dog thing. Like, that wasn't even, like, blah, 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 this, that, the other. And I'm just looking at him like, oh, I had to turn it off. I couldn't watch it anymore. Like, I don't care. I just don't care. Katie should have called him worse things. <laughs> My actual opinion. No, because that shit got exposed again. <laughs> Said they they all bro they already called what he said misogynistic and homophobic. <laughs> they all, he, he didn't even say nothing. <laughs> he just had to sit and he got fined fifty thousand. He just had to sit that. He just had to sit back, <laughs> take that out. He did call him a cum guzzler. I feel like that's kind of a thing. But is that what is that? Is that homophobic? I I get. <laughs> <laughs> like is is that the misogynistic or the homophobic? Or is that, is that both? both. <laughs> I can't I can't believe we're de- we're debating slurp like insults now. Hey man, there's one that we won't say here. <laughs> There's a couple we won't say here. We won't go. There's one specific. <clears throat> exactly. <laughs> we saw what happened to that man. Katie got oh my god. No. got fifty k fine. Nah, that nigga Myers Leonard lost everything. <laughs> he lost his job. Lost his endorsement. Lost everything. He had endorsements. Hey, his Twitch endorsement. Oh yeah. yeah. That makes sense. <clears throat> I'm hoping one day I get this growth spurt of eight inches, bro. I'm gonna just be in the league on Twitch. Relax. Oh, you trying you trying to be a 27 year old rookie like Mirosich? Yup. I could be that Paul. I'm definitely gain 50 pounds, be in there just big baby. Give some rebound. Oh, you just want to be Grant. Yup. <laughs> Look Julius right in his eyes and be like, you can't take me, bro. <laughs> you can't. <laughs> Look, look, the next star player in his face and be like, you're not better than me. Sometimes it's all, sometimes it's, all it's about. It's for those moments. <laughs> anyway, man, thank you guys so much for listening. We appreciate the love, man. Appreciate you guys looking. Um, appreciate you guys, whoever is voting on Dom's tweets. It's not me, but someone's doing it. We appreciate that. Um, everyone <laughs> for watching and listening. Um, so <clears throat> for Demetrius, for Darnell Jones, and for Dom, this was Demetrius, and uh, have a good one. Later, triple D's deuces. Still looking for applications. <laughs>